Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Getting ready to shred the gnar. Right after he's done shredding the cheese for his Nacho Supreme, it's Greg Hill, live from the Snow Show on WEEI. One thing to miss shots and not execute. It's one another thing not to play hard mm-hmm. um, and to get booed and guys. Yeah, not I get don't mind like getting booed. It's good guys, for you. Guys, get not get back on defense. Yeah. Transition baskets after you guys make a basket. Like mm-hmm. that has to be a concern that the the lack of effort as opposed to like missing shots or just not executing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not concerned by it. I'm not happy about it, but I'm not concerned by it. I think it's unacceptable. Um, doesn't mean that like I'm concerned. Um, we'll work through it. You know, I think part of bad stretch of basketball is uh, physical just as much as mental. And I think those two things go hand in hand, you know. So I think it's unacceptable for those things to happen. Um, but if you take a look at the whole scope of our season, they happen very little. went into that game last night for, I think for the first time in like 15 years with a fi- in February with a five game lead in the East and there's no LeBron James and there's no AD mm-hmm. and you're getting booed on your home court I I give me the explanation Wiggy they're looking ahead to the all-star break or they're uh, what's what's your they suddenly they can they can't win basketball games at home I what, what's what's the explanation I, I, I I personally believe, and I think it's a combination of both the players, but especially the coach, is you can't put it in cruise control because you're having such a great season. And then when you get to ready to play a team and then their two best players don't play and you go, oh, this ain't going to be much for us. Right. And then they come out like we heard Jalen Brown say, they come out lackadaisical because they're like, they don't have LeBron, they don't have AD, we should blow this team out. And then they're not hitting shots and – and I, I put that on the players, but I also put it on Joe Missoula to make sure the players are not reading their own pr- press clippings mm-hmm. or going, oh, just because LeBron and AD ain't playing, 
don't think that we could just roll the ball out there and win. I, that, that, to me, is what I still want to see from Tatum, and I want to see Missoula be more aggressive rather than get defensive. And it's frustrating coming off a game where uh, Jason Tatum was telling everybody, you know, we know we're going to get the best out of every team we play. We right. talked about this on the yeah. show. And I said, well, that's going to come an issue when you're, you're losing to teams that are in the middle of the pack and you still have uh, scheduled games with really good teams. So if you're getting the best out of every team – right. And you can't even beat the ones that, you know, you should be beating easily. The Lakers stink with right. LeBron and AD. But, it's right. just <laughs> but also it's embarrassing for the league that LeBron, I guess, and Anthony Davis, but that LeBron is not playing in a nationally televised game against the Celtics. Like, that, that was the greatest. Maybe it's not anymore, but the, arguably the greatest rivalry in sports. Oh, I'm is, sure is ratings-wise, it's Celtics, one of the biggest games still. Celtics-Lakers, and, and you, the, neither one of those guys plays last night. But just to go back to what Wiggy was saying, my issue with the Celtics is they act like they've arrived. When KG, Paul, and Ray got together in 08, they had all done far more collectively and individually than Tatum and Brown have. What do you what Yet, do you mean by that though? That they act like they've arrived? They they act like they're they are the best team. They get the other team's best. They haven't won a championship yet. Paul Pierce couldn't leave the Celtics without a championship. He Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen viewed their careers as incomplete without a championship. And I watch what happened last year against the Heat. The Celtics thought they could just get past the Heat. Yeah. They were a much more talented team. They didn't come out and play like the Celtics until they were down three games to none, and they won three straight. Then Tatum gets hurt in game seven, and the rest is history. But Tatum and Brown believe that they are there, both financially with Tatum, I'm sorry, Brown. with Brown, and as an all-NBA first-teamer in Jason Tatum. LeBron was someone, we give him a lot of crap, the decision, all that. He wasn't acting this way until he got that first championship. But right. acting what way? Like, I, I think that they come across, and this might be crazy, like, I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum come across pretty humble for the guys that are making what they're making and have the talent and the notoriety that they have. Like, I, I don't... But it's not about their personality. Not, yeah, I'm not ripping not, how they yeah. act. But, but you yeah. say, like, they act like they've arrived. Right. Like, the way they, they, they carry they themselves. Have, they look at, I think Curtis is saying, they look at a game like last night, and think they can win it in the fourth quarter like they have the last right. the last three games at home, to be honest with you. We'll just or roll, two. We'll, we'll, we'll roll, so, we'll roll the I, ball out there with the Boston Celtics. Yeah, that, right. I think that's the – to me, that's the, the thing. But I understand that they got to get that mindset, but isn't the, that Missoula making sure that he's, he, he's, he's getting this team to play well, and I think that all those players love him, but at times – and you talk about this, Greg, in hockey – you might need to be a coach who steps on some necks. And even the Well, you think he's going to be when he says it's good for you to get booed at home? I no, mean, but that's I, why I think he's, I, he's, I, he's, <laughs> he's allowing that to, rather than being like, this is horrible, they played horrible, our team was horrible, they're too good to go out there and lose to a team that doesn't have their two best players, and I, he's getting defensive because that's kind of his personality now. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think the Celtics team, that concerns me during the regular season, and I'm hoping it doesn't bleed into the playoffs where if they play a team that they're better than in the playoffs, they feel like, oh, we could just, like you said, turn it on in the fourth quarter. Um, all right. Well, there is some breaking news, and Courtney uh, brought it up during trending uh, just a little bit ago. But it appears that Theo Epstein is back and will join – the Fenway Sports Group, 
the owners of the Boston Red Sox and Liverpool and the Pittsburgh Penguins and the uh, a stake, whatever, a $3 billion stake in the, the, the new PGA Tour. Um, and Theo will, will join that group as an owner. So he has some equity. And uh, as a special advisor, I'm, assume, I'm assuming on baseball and golf. Also, I, I don't know, if, and golf. And I, I, this probably confirms for me that the rumors that Pearl Jam will do three nights at Fenway this summer are, are 100% <laughs> Nailed that. true, right? Yeah. 100% true. And do you know who the number one letter of recommendation for Craig Breslow came from? Uh, Theo Epstein? Theo Epstein. Yeah, right. So maybe so they... this has been in the works for a while. Yeah. And so you think he's going to be like strictly, not strictly, but he'll have a big presence in the baseball stuff. I think Theo's job now is more difficult than what he did breaking the 86-year drought. Where this team was in 2002, they still had Manny. They still had Pedro. They had a massive market share. They were still with the Reds, with the Patriots as the top most interested team in the, league, in, the, in the city. Where the Red Sox find themselves now in the whatever it's been, 13 years since Theo left, is a massive task. And you know what Theo doesn't do? He doesn't fail. Like, the guy is – he's not even 50 – and he won the first championships for the Cubs and the Red Sox. I mean, and he's been the one that's been the most instrumental in implementing a pitch clock and finally getting baseball mm. out of the Stone Age. Like, you cannot say enough good things about the UFC. Can, can I, I mean, I mean, and for and those, he's a dreamboat. But, but for those who have felt, Wait, he doesn't think so. For, the, for those who felt like they were reduced, reducing payroll to prepare this team for sale, this probably says the exact opposite, right? Um or, or or does it mean Theo's coming in to get everything in order so that and he's an asset as an owner going forward that you can keep? I, I mean, I don't. I, well, here's I mean, what I think. Let me ask Curtis you, and let me ask everybody this, but mainly Curtis. Yes, sir. Could this mean that they're bringing in Theo to allow him to be part owner, and then figure out, get some investors, and then him ultimately buying it from them? to be majority owner and he now owns the Red Sox and they're able to make their money and go elsewhere and do what they want but he is now the 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 main shareholder when rather than John Henry or Tom Warner right. being the face of the from ownership right. it's Theo cuz Theo probably doesn't have enough money oh, no, to right. buy no, it no. so if he gets in there and then maybe what he do you get mean, probably it's like a 6 billion dollar right but right. if he gets some investors so like Theo oh, what do you say and Greg? Greg? what do you say for Four and a half billion. Four and a half billion. Yeah, I, here's what I think. Is that a possibility? Course, uh, yeah, I think so. Anything's possible, honestly. I, I think that what Theo Epstein sees here is whatever percent of the team he got, he is going to either turn this around in six years and they sell the team and he makes Boku bucks. Yep. And he can then parlay that to join another group to you know be part of the kind team. Kind of like a Mario Lemieux thing in right. Pittsburgh. So yeah. that could happen. I mean, John Elliott was offered a part of the team. He turned it down. He lost <laughs> out on like a billion dollars. But I think that this is simply Sam Kennedy finally understanding the indifference that is incoming on the Red Sox and that he needed a face. Oh, this instantly gets... Base Red Sox fans back into it, right? One, the act, the, but then Theo has to be a part of the group and has to do something to change where this team is currently. They can't finish last again. Theo know, so. legitimizes the outfit. Of course, they need to have that followed up by action, but Sam Kennedy is a nice guy. He is not suited to do the, the Larry role 
or the the Theo role. Yeah. He's just it. It's not working. And Theo comes in and immediately uh, helps that problem. All right, we are at Loon Mountain and the South Peak Lodge, and it's the first ever snow show. This is Easty one nine six from Twitch. Easty, good morning. What's going on? Good morning. Wiggy broke Twitch. Fantastic. Uh, uh, you, he he didn't break any bones. <laughs> he may have injured his uh, tailbone a little bit. But, no, it was a hockey. Uh, it was a hockey stop. Um, and he, he and did, he got low. Chet you, said, "Get low." You did break Twitch. I think we were up uh, over five thousand watching the show on Twitch this oh, morning. Well, so thanks. Um, well over five k. Well over five k. Good well job, my 5K. Easty brother. I just right. I want to thank you guys um, every morning for the laughs and the fun. It, it's just awesome. I I oh. really enjoy the show and being on Twitch. Um, it's just it's just great. I'm glad oh. to see Theo back. We'll have Eddie Vetta sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" every night. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks. Man. I. It's great doing the. I like. I love doing these shows. Like we. Yeah. I. I say it all the time, but we're a, we are a show that likes to go out and and actually hang out with the people that we yeah. that we have as listeners and and, and viewers. I, I like I, giving hugs. I, I like getting yeah, hugs. Yeah, there were a lot of hugs last night. I love them. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of great people last night. A lot of interesting people last night. It was it was a blast. So great time. What yeah. a compliment. People come out want to talk about yep. the show. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, this is Ken. Ken, good morning. What's going on? Good morning. I just wanted to congratulate Wiggy. Um, I was a racer in college, and uh, we had an expression back then, if you ain't falling, you ain't trying. Yeah. So, okay. so good so, on you. Yeah. Well, that's when you go for something as difficult as the, the skate stop. Yeah. You, you, that comes with the territory. Yeah. Ken, Ken at that speed. Ken, did you do it on the old wooden skis? Oh, he's gone. Oh, yeah, we finally had a Ken that respects Wiggy. I don't, you know, it's a, like crazy, like being on skis. And I know Foyer says he's a big snowboarder, but how much speed you get, yeah, you, you don't realize, like, <laughs> even on the bunny slopes, yeah. you get some speed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do. realize it was that. It's I thought like, it was like a, I thought it was like going down a hill on a, you know, like on the old school plastic sleds. Like a well, you, you didn't. Re- I mean, let's. <laughs> I love you, but let's. I mean, let, uh, let's care, pause. Care, Careful with the gloating. I mean, I, you, you didn't. Chet really... said it was a double black diamond. No, you went about double. You that went, means two. You went about thirty feet on a essentially slight in in, in decline. I mean, I, let's be honest. I I'd never been on skis. I know ever. that. I know. Ever in my life. The first time we all skied, we'd never been on skis. <laughs> no, 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 no. But <laughs> never. And I was. He said I was the best he's ever seen. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Hey, Greg. You, know uh, okay. you know what, Wiggy? You know what they say? Don't hate the player. Hate That's the it. He said he, I was the best virgin yeah. he ever okay. seen on them skis. Amen. All right. Uh, this Don't is, hate on me, Greg. This is Nick from. It. This is Nick from Boston. Nick, what's going on? Hey, Wiggy. Don't let them give you a crap, man. I grew up in the city too. First time I went skiing is Blue Hills. Wore my jeans. Went down the hill, the bunny slope. Trees heading my way. Three times up, three times down. Third time, my jeans ripped wide open, and I went home to ski again for 20 years. Yeah, but, uh, so I've been skiing since. Did far better than me. And just, these rich suburban folks that think they, they grew up skiing, man. We grew up in the city. Skiing's are rich people. <laughs> I, I, I got a, a quick quote from uh, Bill Belichick. I overheard what he said when the commanders called him. He said something like, hmm, Dan bleeping Quinn. You better have a big league going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, thanks for the call. I I don't uh, I don't know. You gotta give I, Al. You I gotta don't give under- Al his credit. Oh maybe, my god! Maybe oh, yeah, Wiggy. I know. I listen. I hate to credit say it. for what. I hate to say it, Bill's my guy, but maybe the league looks at him 
Like, he can't do it without Tom. I, I guess. Like, owners. I'm talking about owners. Like, we as players, we go, hey, yeah, he's the greatest coach to ever coach to coach the game. But why aren't there owners? David Tepper in uh, Carolina, he blew Matt Rule out after a year, and he gave him, like, $60 million. So you're telling me that these owners – are not willing to give Bill forty, fifty million. Well, I guess if those owners are hearing the, you know, the whispering about the Bill being the quote great intelligent man and about, um, uh, you know, Robert Kraft being disgusted that Bill told him Tom Brady was done, and then Tom Brady went elsewhere and won a Super Bowl. I, I mean, I guess. But a lot of people uh, thought Tom was done. Right. A lot of people. So I, I don't really put it on. Robert, I think Robert, you know, maybe felt like Bill treated him a certain way. But just, you know how billionaires are. Just because one guy feels like he treats me right, the next billionaire is like, give me that guy. Give me one man trash is another man's treasure. Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time, gets passed up by Dan Quinn. In favor of Dan Quinn. Raheem Morris. Yep. Mike McDougal. Mike McDougal, whoever the hell he is. Right. The other guy who had a porn addiction. Right. Canales. Canales. Think of all these coaches. The greatest, if we all view them as that, don't you think the owners who've been in the NFL for all those years, would one of them would view him that way? You know what I really hate? Also, can you define just for a moment what exactly qualifies as a porn addiction? The inability to delete your history. What? (laughs) No, I I I, I think you... For me, it would be somebody who could not go a day without watching porn. Okay. Uh, do, you, that, do you know men? I, uh, like, I, I mean, I, I, I don't, don't know. I, I'm looking around the room. But nobody really wants to. So what's looking Sa- at me very blank. So but. what's Santo's, um, like, what's his. Oh, week- Santo. Like, here we go. Santo oh, never watches anything. No, what's his no weekly, I'm sure he does. That's huh? fine. What's his weekly porn intake? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't, ask, he, I don't know, ask him. You know, when you go to the doctors and the doctors say, how many go, drinks a week? Are you a drinker? And you right. go, yeah. And they go, oh, how many drinks a week? Yeah. So. so how many? I think it's nice that this guy I, it worked it out right. and that he wrote a they book. They don't need about, to write a book about it. That, that's crazy. Right. But it's I, absurd. A disorder is – the definition of a disorder is something that impacts your ability to live a normal life. But is it, does it interfere when it comes to coaching a, a grown men? No. To being a – no, to being a leader of men, and mm. then they 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 are they're informed that you wrote a book about how right. you overcame your porn addiction. It could yeah. get is that away. something? Is that something that is joked about behind your back? Yeah. In the, because in the, they're going to be locker like, room at all. Uh, it's, are you really uh, looking at plays on that tablet? Right. <laughs> Let me see that surface. Um, <laughs> he goes I mean, over. To, oh, oh, damn, that's like, the wrong one. <laughs> I feel like that's not something you want people to know. Is that you overcame a near fatal porn addiction? Right. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm all for unburdening I, your soul and mental health, but yeah. I don't know if I'd write a book about that. No, no. I mean it's like uh, we had, we get it. But yeah. you had good a, on it, them. Uh, they worked it out. Right. But think yeah. about it. Those those are the coaches. Right. That, that are the better gr- than Bill Belichick. And Mike Vrabel. Uh, and Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job either. Right. It's, it's wild. And so that whenever we like, oh, well, Bill's an old head, so that's why, you know, all these other guys are passing him up. We're not talking about Mike Vrabel. Do you Mike think Vrabel. Mike Vrabel will get another job? Yes. Not, not, are we 100% not, sure Bill will get another one? No. No. Uh, I'm, I'm relatively secure in saying that he'll be an NFL coach. He doesn't want to end 15 wins short of the record. He just, he's too competitive. No, I, no I'm not saying that. It's not up to him, though. Yeah, that's my point. Like. Well, I, I think maybe I, – I don't know. I, obviously, I don't know. I, I just would be if – if his kids aren't on a staff this year, and it doesn't look like they're going to be with the Patriots – and Bill knows the way for them to get another job is by him continuing to coach and enabling his kids to try and 
get on their own feet and get into the NFL the way they want to be. I, I would what, be what's he going to say? I'll work for gift cards? Like, right. I mean, what, well, how do you think I'm here? What, what do you, so <laughs> and why gonna, wouldn't the kids be on the staff? Mayo already said there's a job there for yeah, them. Yeah, I, I think that was a polite thing to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. But here's my issue with Robert Kraft. We all understand that he decided to go with Bill over Brady. It's a logical conclusion. It was, at that point, more likely that a coach at, in his early 70s, late 60s, would be more like himself than a quarterback in his mid-40s. He made the mistake. He listened to Bill. But for Robert to continually now push this narrative that the great intelligent man told me Bill, Tom was done, do you think Bill Belichick looked at Robert Kraft and said, Tom's done. No. He stinks. No. I That's can't why, see that in a million years. And I think that, that those whispers, which come right from Robert Kraft to Tom Brady Sr. or whomever, uh, are uh, one of the reasons maybe why Bill Belichick does not have a job. And, and, and that might be exactly what Robert Kraft wants, is for Bill Belichick not to have a job and not to go and, and get the record elsewhere. Which yeah. I think, when somebody's giving you 20-plus years right. and six Super Bowl wins, I think that... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That's pretty disturbing. And maybe that's why coordinators aren't running to come here. There's no way he's blacklisted. See, I'm not buying that. If he's the greatest coach of all time. Explain it otherwise, Wiggy, if he's not. I I told you, maybe these owners feel like he was great because of him coaching and having Tom Brady. uh, I think these owners have been told. A lot of things about Bill Belichick and why you don't want. But out there running, are a lot of owners running who your organization. But out there are a lot of owners who don't like Robert Kraft. I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. I think that I, owners I, don't like each other. There's think, no I, way I he's blacklisted. Huh? There is no way that the great. You're telling me if he's the greatest coach of all time, it, which I think, believe. Do you think he is? There's no way he's blacklisted. So the Washington Commanders have zero interest in the greatest coach of all time. If that's well, they they talk to him. <laughs> Clearly, they don't because they talk to him and then they went with Dan Quinn. Right, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, it, that was that was a done deal during the season. Like Florio said, he was going to the Commanders midseason. Right, but it's not I, even that he wasn't one of the top picks. Two candidates that were presumed to be the first choices for the Commanders and the Seahawks, Seahawks. Ben Johnson and Slowick, both said no. Yeah, Bill wasn't even the like you know the last week the before the wedding, the the last yeah. sort of invites you get when people cancel. <laughs> yeah, you know, he wasn't even on that list. He wasn't even a plus one. No, I mean, well. Uh. All right, we got to take a break. Um, we are at Loon Mountain, and not only do these people come out for the show, not only do they ski and board, but they also are doing a pretty good job on the adult beverages. I know. Yes. So I um, want to thank Cisco for hosting us here with some unbelievable beers, and want to thank everybody 
when it comes to South Peak Resort for having us here. They got great houses. They'll build you a beautiful house here if you want. Um, and come on out and enjoy the mountain lifestyle at Loon. We will be right back. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 